Well, good morning, LifeSpring Foursquare. Welcome to LifeSpring Online. Uh, welcome to you guys. Thank you so much for, for each of you uh, for coming. We're excited to be here. We're excited to join uh, together. My name is Pastor Dan, and, and though COVID-19 is doing its thing, we still want to do our thing, which is to come together in the name of Jesus and worship the King of Kings. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, today we're going to sing. Uh, today we're going to worship the Lord. We're going to pray together. We're going to open up the Word of God and see what He has to say. Amen. I want to encourage you that we will leave this gathering full of the Lord. We'll leave this gathering full of His strength, full of His power, full of His love. We will leave here ready to love somebody in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So uh, let's pray. In fact, Jeremy, if you'd open us up in prayer that our Eyes would be open, our ears would be open, our hearts would be open to receive what the Lord has for us today. Father God, we're just so grateful right now just to be here in this place on a Sunday morning. They said close down the churches, but we're going to do church this morning despite that. We're going to be safe about it. God, we just ask that you open our hearts this morning, open our eyes, open our minds. Just bring us to a place and a posture of worship this morning. Allow us to just just to be in your presence. Just fill us up. Allow us to leave here this morning changed and transformed from the inside out with no fear, but with the Holy Spirit filling us up with the word of Jesus Christ in our hearts, God. You're an amazing Father. We just love you so much. In your son's name we pray. Amen. We just wanted to encourage you that even though we can't be together physically this morning, that we do get to gather corporately um, and together um, as one in spirit this morning and worship. And so we just want to encourage you, whatever that looks like for you, if you want to sing at home or if you want to raise your hands or if you just want to close your eyes and just listen as we sing this morning, enter into worship. Be fully engaged this morning.
situation and all circumstances, God, you are good. We come to you, God. We need you in this moment. We need you. We call upon your name knowing you are faithful to answer us. Lord, I come. Lord, I confess. Bowing here, I find my rest. Without you, I fall apart. You're the one that guides my heart. Come on, let's sing it together. Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you. Every
So thank you for welcoming us into your living rooms this Sunday. Thank you for joining us. We're glad and excited about service. Wasn't worship just great? Uh, we have a few announcements for you, and I'll start firstly with our water baptism. That was scheduled for Sunday, April 5th, and we'll push in that back. But we want to encourage you to still visit our website at lifespringfs.com. Under events, look for water baptism, click it, and sign up. So we still want to ensure that you're signing up for water baptism, and we'll reach out to you and let you know when it's rescheduled for. And then parents, we have something for you. So uh, we know that your kids are going to be home the next six weeks, 
And we love family. We love kids. You guys are important to us. And so we have this resource that we want to make available to you. I'm telling you, it has tons of kids programming and tons of uh, videos and shows for your family as well. So make your way to our website at LifespringFS.com. If you click on Resources tab, I believe that's on the right of your browser. Fill out a connection card online. Get your names and your info to us, and we will reach out to you and send you an invite to Right Now Media. We want to be serving you during this time. And then how can I forget prayer requests? We want to remind you that during this season, in the midst of everything that's happening, that you are not alone. Your pastors, staff, church, family, we're here to serve you. Your life group leaders, we're here to serve you. So reach out to us. Email us at info at lifespringfs.com with your prayer requests, and we will call you and we will pray with you. Thank you for joining us this Sunday. Thank you for welcoming us into your living room. We'll go into the sermon for today, and we hope you enjoy the service. Well, hey, uh, thanks again for joining me uh, this morning. Uh, kind of happy to be here, kind of. Uh, as you guys know, I was going to be in West Africa. I was going to be in Senegal and Guinea-Bissau, and yet I am not there. My plan's were disrupted. Reality is that all of our plans were disrupted in one way or another. Uh, it's affected everyone. This coronavirus has truly affected uh, not only our nation, but people around this world. Uh, we're noticing, uh, I, I was thinking just earlier this week, we're noticing the effects in multiple ways. So economically, socially, relationally, uh, emotionally, spiritually, it, it's really affecting us at, at multiple, in multiple ways in different parts of our lives. I, I think as humans, uh, maybe this is only me, maybe I'm tattling on myself, but uh, our natural inclination, even when we think about how it's affecting us, is to go inward right away to how it's affecting me. Anybody else on that? So, so here I am. Uh, how is it affecting my life? How is it affecting my, my family's life? But then hopefully we, we get to a place where we begin to think how it's affecting others. Again, um, I don't know about you guys, but my heart is going out to the waitresses that are serving at the restaurant or uh, maybe the healthcare workers. I know, Mary, you're working in a local ER. I think about my sister. She oversees, as a doctor, she oversees, I think, around 160, 170 healthcare providers uh, just in her network and how intense a job like that is. Or, or the other day, uh, we were at the store and you see those people stocking the shelves uh, at the local grocery store and how hard they are working or, or even uh, principals, teachers, uh, school employees that are working so hard to make sure our kids are taken care of. And so before we go any further, I actually wanted to pray. And if you would join us in prayer, we want to pray for all those that are helping, all those that are serving, uh, the people that are really uh, going above and beyond to make sure that we can still uh, live, uh, live the life um, that uh, we're living here in America. So would you just bow your heads and let's pray. Lord Jesus, uh, we come to you knowing uh, that you are the only answer. Uh, you are our hope in this situation. And more specifically, God, we pray right now for those helpers, for those workers, those people that in many ways are, are, are laying down so many comforts and so many conveniences to serve their fellow brother and sister. Lord, would you give them strength today? In the name of Jesus, would you give them strength today? 
would they have everything they need to live a godly life, that they would be resourced by your spirit, that they would be filled with grace, with mercy, with wisdom, with compassion, with love. Lord Jesus, even now, strengthen their bones. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 Well, we wanted to share um, this morning just some specific words we received uh, from the Word of God. We're, we're thankful that you guys are joining us today. We really hope that you're ministered uh, by the Scriptures uh, that the Lord spoke to us. Uh, really, I can't wait to share it with, with you and also with you guys today. So if you have your Bibles, smartphones, tablets, anything like that, open them up to Second Peter. Second uh, Peter is in the New Testament. Believe it or not, it comes right after First Peter. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's right there. Uh, it's a pretty small book. Uh, don't worry if you have to look in the beginning of the table of contents to find the page number. It's, it's easy to pass by. But Second Peter, uh, it was written by Peter, uh, believe it or not, as well. But we're going to be in Second Peter chapter 1. Let's start in verse 3. And we're going to read a few, few verses here. We're going to go verse 3 and then all the way through verse 11. All right, here it is. He, he writes... His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. Do you guys believe that? Amen, Amen, right? His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. Through what? Through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Through these, He has given us His very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. First vibe. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith, and, and listen to this, to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness. He keeps going. And to godliness mutual affection, and here it is, to mutual affection, love. Love. Verse 8, he says, If you possess these qualities in increasing measure... They will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But, verse 9 says, whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, and this is the encouragement for us today, therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, here's the promise, you will never stumble. Amen. Amen. You will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I just love that. You do these things, right? You do these things and you will, what, never stumble. And then he says, you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of Jesus. I mean, that is just so good to me. And I don't know about you, but that's what I want, right? That's what, I don't want to stumble. I, I don't, in this season, in this time, in this trial, there's nothing within me that wants to stumble. I don't want to stumble. I, in fact, I want to walk into all that God has for me, even in this season. I, I don't want to go backwards. I, I only want to move forward in faith into what God has for me. And, and so I, I think we need to think a little bit and go a little deeper into what Peter's saying. First of all, I'd say this. Peter... This guy, he knew trial. Can we agree that Peter, if you read Peter, he knew heartbreak. He knew hardships. Uh, Peter, there's a good chance that he wrote these words in prison. There's even a better chance that when he wrote this, just a few years later is when he died, when he was executed for his faith. 
And yet here he is, Peter, telling you and I that God is with us. He is in us, giving us what we need to live for him. He's actually, he says again, giving us everything what to live a godly life for him. Again, this guy understands what it's like to walk through something hard, through a hardship, a trial. And yet here he is writing this letter, encouraging the family of God. And, and you just see, he goes, you have what you need. And in fact, I'd say this, Life Spring, listen, if you have Jesus, you have everything Amen. you need. Yeah. I say it again, if you have Jesus, come on, if you have Jesus, you have everything that you need. So Life Spring, keep on believing. Keep on believing. I, mean, I get it. Like, we're all walking through what we're walking through. But keep on believing. Keep the faith. Hold on to the faith. Persevere in the faith. I, I've actually seen it with my own eyes the last couple of weeks. God is doing something very special at LifeSpring. God is on the move. This place is happening so full of faith. I see your faith. But LifeSpring, keep the faith. Keep the faith. But then, you know, I, I'd even add this. And I think this is important. That you would allow your faith, again, the faith that you already have, but you would allow it to grow in these uncertain times. Again, you do not have to move backwards. You can move forward in the faith. In fact, I just say this. You'd pray to the Father that in the name of Jesus, increase my faith. In fact, let's go ahead and pray this. You just repeat after me. In the name of Jesus, Jesus, increase my faith. faith. In the name of Jesus, Increase my faith. Increase my faith. Hallelujah. I'm going to read verses 5 through 8 again. This time when I read it, first I want you to think about yourself. So go ahead as you read it. Think about yourself. Think about your reality, your situation. But then after you think about how these verses might affect you, I want you to begin to think how these verses, listen, track with me, these verses might affect your coworker. Your neighbor, those kids that are now in your house, uh, the people around you, the, the whole sphere of influence. I want you to think how these verses might affect them as they affect you. As these verses take root in your heart, go deep into your heart, how they might affect now everyone in your sphere of influence. So listen to this. Verse 5. For this very reason, and he is speaking to us today, church, I just know it. He says, make every effort. To add to your faith, yes, the faith that you have, life spring. But listen, add to your faith, goodness. I mean, we need some goodness in this world, right? Goodness. And, and to goodness, knowledge. To knowledge, self-control. I mean, we've all watched the Costco videos. We, we know that we need the self-control that only comes from Jesus. To self-control, perseverance. To perseverance, godliness, hallelujah. To godliness, mutual affection. To mutual affection, love. Verse 8, if you possess these qualities, life spring, if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That will preach. <laughs> that, that will preach. I, I mean, think about it. If, If you allow the things, these things that he just talked about, this thing of faith to grow within you in increasing measure. Don't you love that he writes increasing measure? Just visually, just as you allow these things to grow in increasing measure, the promises, and don't you want this? I know I do. The promises, you will be effective and you will be productive. 
effective and productive. LifeSpring, the Lord is speaking this morning. I hope you are hearing what the Lord is saying. This is such an important time in our country, an important time in our world. Give the Lord permission this morning to increase your faith. Increase your faith that something beautiful, something powerful might grow. What an increasing measure that all believers everywhere, including me, including you guys, including you guys watching today, that we might be effective and productive members of the kingdom of God for the kingdom of God today. Amen. 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 So, Kyla, I think uh, you had something you wanted to share as well. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, I feel like these last uh, couple weeks, I've really gotten practice to wake up every morning and just say, okay, Lord, I want to take the next step. Um, it gets really hard when you try to see the future or, you know, six months ahead, five years ahead, you know, even two weeks ahead for me can get really stressful. And so for the past couple of months, I've really just been practicing what does it look like to take the next step, just one more step. And then these last two weeks, um, that's all it's been for me is, Lord, how can I take the next step? Even just like, you know, face on the ground, prostrate before the Lord. Lord, I just want to be the next step with you. And in that, it's taking the next step with the Holy Spirit. How can I walk in line with the Holy Spirit that we're so close together that you can't tell a difference in our steps, that I am walking so close to what he wants for me, and then just uh, walking that out with the Holy Spirit. Amen. In that, the Lord has been telling me um, to just look more like Jesus, and that as I walk with the Holy Spirit, that the fruit of who Jesus is is going to come out of me. And, um, and the one thing is, is that Jesus is love, right? That's, that's who he is. Um, Romans 12.9 says that love must be sincere. And it's really hard in these times when we have this waxing and waning of, of emotions where we're just, you know, flipping tables one minute because we're so angry. We're like, ah, everybody's overreacting, so I have to overreact, you know. And then the next minute we're just, like, crying because the kids are home and they're so loud and they're just running. And I just want some peace and quiet for five minutes. <laughs> So there's this waxing and waning of our emotions, and it's hard to be sincere towards others when we have all that going on inside of us. So uh, turning to Scripture, you're actually just going to flip your Bible a couple pages the other way to 1 Peter. We're going to be in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength that God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Christ Jesus. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And right. That spoke to me so deeply. Um, first, it says love each other deeply. Right. And so thinking about um, how we can show compassion to each other, how we can get out of our heads and that anxiety and walk step by step with the Holy Spirit um, out with compassion towards one another. Um, I think of this in three different ways. So we kind of have these this outer circle, inner circle, and then even deeper circle. The first kind of layer of this is our neighbors, right? So um, if you think about loving our neighbor, what it looks like to love our neighbor, um, if you want to know more about that, read Romans, right? Literally all Romans is about loving our neighbor and getting out and um, showing that compassion. So 
sometimes that feels like the easiest way to have compassion. Um, it can be really basic. It can be texting your friend or throwing something up on social media saying that you're going to you know, help somebody or going to the grocery store for somebody, um, sending out an email to your coworkers. Um, these are just really basic ways that we can love our neighbor, show people that we're praying for them. Pray for people. Amen. We all can yeah. do that. We can all, Right now, we just yeah. pray, Lord Jesus, would you put safety and protection yeah, and peace on our loved ones, Jesus? Pray constantly. That is compassion. Listening to people. I was just thinking about um, this last weekend when I was working. I'm making coffee for people, and all I'm doing the whole time is listening to people. Um, I'm a great multitasker, so, you know, you're welcome. So I'm making your coffee, and I'm your counselor. But I have this gift to listen to people, right? And, um, And we all have these gifts. Each one of us has a divinely placed gift, and they're different. And they're diverse. And when we come together, we're showing the kingdom of God because we have diverse gifts. And we're serving together just as, um, just as verse 11 says, that we will serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in every different way that we can do that. So if you see someone serving one way and you think, oh, why are they doing that? It's because that's the gift that God's given them. And God's given you probably a different gift and a different way to serve. So we can go out creatively with our compassion to love our neighbors. So um, I would just challenge you to ask the Lord what it looks like to creatively show compassion to your neighbors. Moving on to our second kind of level, um, our inner circle, um, maybe our immediate circle, the people that we're going to be spending a lot more time with for the next couple weeks, um, the people in your homes, the people that you might be um, getting really impatient with lately, right? How do we love these people? Sometimes this is the hardest level. Yeah. We can be so impatient with our families. We can, be, we can grumble. Yeah. You know, it says here in verse 9, offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Lord, that is impossible. How do I yeah. do that? <laughs> Only by his strength, right? Amen. So as we do that, I would challenge you to ask the Lord, how do I see my family? How do I see my immediate circle with Jesus' eyes? How do I hear them with Jesus' ears? How do I see from their perspective? How do I offer empathy in ways? And we have... um, we have a disposition that is actually to our benefit and that we know these people the most and so that we know ways that they receive love the most. We know that how they can receive compassion, yeah. right? And so use that. It's challenging. It's hard work. This is, not, this is not easy stuff, but this is an opportunity for us to walk step and step with the Holy Spirit and grow deeper into what the Lord wants for us and what the Lord wants, um, honestly, for our country yeah. as we work yeah. um, just individually showing people compassion the next level um maybe for those of you that have a lot of fear in this area and that's to be compassionate to yourself and this is really hard for a lot of people um no matter where you're at in that kind of spectrum of anxiety or fear or waxing and waning of emotions um being compassionate to yourself is something that the lord wants for you jesus loves us gently The Holy Spirit wants to come into your life and teach you what it looks like to have compassion for yourself. We experience fear um, right now on a really real level. If anxiety is something that you've always struggled with, or if it's something that's really, really new to you with what's going on right now, um, it's really real. It's just as real as being hungry. 
Yeah. It's just as real as being too cold or too hot. This is a real feeling that is happening. Right. And so our first step in showing or showing compassion to ourselves is just acknowledging that, that the way that you feel right now about all of this is valid, that these are um, a bodily reaction to what's happening and that it's okay to feel the way that you're feeling. And then I would say the next step after that, walking with the Holy Spirit, is to go to the Lord's Word. And in this Word, you have all the instructions you need because I'm not an expert on compassion, but I'm a disciple of the expert. Yeah on compassion right and so in this word it just just a couple pages later um first peter 5 7 cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you right literally you just have to turn the page and every single page is going to direct you on the next step to being compassionate for your neighbor compassionate to your immediate circle and compassionate to yourself so let's move forward into that opportunity to move step by step with the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, as I think about compassion, um, the reality is we got to have our eyes open to how we can be compassionate to others. Amen. But also, like, if we're going to show that compassion to others, we do have to receive that compassion first right. in our own lives. Amen. And how often we struggle to first receive that compassion of Jesus in our own lives. But you can only give what you first received. And so even now, like I just pray this over you, Lifespring, that you would open up yourselves to receive the compassion of Jesus in your life. That by the power of the Holy Spirit, that your heart, your, your very depths of who you are would be open to His compassion. Receive the compassion of Jesus into your life. That you would share what you have been given. That you would receive His compassion and share it freely with those around you. Amen. That's so good. Amen. Thanks, Kyla. Also, uh, Braden, I thought it would be awesome yeah. to have you share a little bit. Yeah. So thank you. First off, I just, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I got so much from that. Uh, compassion is such a hard thing to do. Just on a day-to-day life with everyone you walk through, different people, and, and just not your family, but everyone you meet. And yeah. it's just a good reminder for all of us and to grow in faith. And for me, the Lord has been really speaking this month about peace. And it, it's also because Pastor Dan and I are doing a mentoring session, and we're going through the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, and peace is the month we're on, uh, which is crazy yeah. that happens to be the month that we're walking through all this, yeah. um, which is amazing because this is what I need. Um, it's so easy yeah. with everything going on to get wrapped up in my anxiety and get wrapped up in my fear um, about what's happening because there's so much to get in. It's valid. It's valid that it's I'm anxious about what is happening to our country, what's happening yeah. to our state. Yeah. I mean, our state is the epicenter. I mean, that's crazy. We're living in there. We're right in the middle of it. Um, but the Lord's saying he's offering us peace. In that. And so I just want to dive into kind of what he's speaking to me and how, how do we walk in that peace in this time. So if we can turn our Bibles to actually Philippians, that is not, it's kind of close to First Peter and Second Peter, but it's not, you know, right behind it. I went off track. Sorry, guys. I didn't, I didn't know we had this thing planned. I should have. But Philippians 4, and we're going to look at 6 and 7, verse 6 and 7. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Pray about everything. Don't worry. Pray. But tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, yep. which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. If we live for Jesus, he offers us peace that passes all understanding. Wow. And that's really important to me. That's really important to me because there are so many times, like not even just this coronavirus, but even hard times in my life, you know, relatives have died or different hard things. I'm like, 
God, why? And it's kind of what Pete talked about this last Sunday. If you didn't hear it, go watch that sermon. Uh, it's why God, don't you care? Those questions of like, why? Why, why is that happening? Um, and that's so easy. And these times like that's like, why don't you care? Um, but then he's like, but if you come to me with thanksgiving and, and thankful what I'm going to do and what I'm doing and, and just cast your cares and your wants on me, I will give you peace that passes all understanding. Everything that you, and, because we can't comprehend, right? In our in our flesh, we're like, I don't understand how any of that works. Yeah. <laughs> but it does. It does. The, he gives us peace that passes what we can even comprehend and think about. Um, I actually have another verse, another scripture the Lord's really speaking to me is, can we go to John 14? Um, it's just one verse, but I want to spend some time on it. It's verse 27. And so it says this, it says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Amen. Jesus has given us peace. He left us with peace. This is what Jesus is talking to his disciples. Um, but I love what he says. Uh, he says he doesn't give to us things that the world gives. And so I was thinking about that peace and then what he said after that. What does that mean? What does that look like? And it really challenged me. And everything, because it's easy to get caught up in, like, when we're anxious or something, to go to a quick fix, right? To go to something, yeah. a quick fix that's around us, because there's so, the world is actually pushing those things on us. They're saying, hey, this, this will take your mind off that. <laughs> like, for me, I feel like whenever I get anxious or depressed, I just want to either watch YouTube on my phone for a long time or binge watch a show. Like, because what does it do? It gets my mind off of it. I'm like, oh, I'm really anxious. With my first reaction, I just want to get my mind off of it. Whatever way is faster. Uh, any of those different things like, uh, you know, shop till you drop. Some people shop a lot <laughs> when they're stressed. They're like, I'm going to buy everything. And right now I might be shopping online and Amazon, but <laughs> you shop till you drop. Wow. No, I do eat a lot of Cinnabon. Oh, well, that's my next thing. Stress eating. That's another thing. As people, when they're stressed, they, they go to eat. Or for me, Disneyland, right? I find... Disneyland's closed. No, it's not bad. Obviously, it's not bad, but it's, it's, I, I was like, oh, I'm so sad and depressed. Disneyland yeah. will make me happy. Well, I that. <laughs> Disneyland, Absolutely. they'll make me happy. And those, yeah, those things aren't bad, but I'm going to those, get a quick fix. Yeah. When Jesus is saying, yeah. no, I don't give to you as the world gives. The Come peace on. I give to you is everlasting. Come on. It's an everlasting peace. Yeah. When you go to Jesus and you cast your cares on him, he gives you peace that passes all understanding that lasts forever. That if you abide in him, he'll give you peace that doesn't die, that isn't a quick fix, that doesn't just take the pain away. It's not a numbing agent or putting icy hot on a wound. It's something that's there forever. Um, And so can we be Christians that this month or however long this thing lasts, that walk in a peace, that walk in the peace of God, that when people will come and people will say, okay, I'm really anxious and afraid. And you're like, yeah, we we know that's valid. Why aren't you acting the same way as us? Why aren't you doing all these things and, and freaking out. And it's like, well, and we're being wise. Like, it's not like we're not being wise. But we say, because we have the peace of Jesus. Um, that's why. And then they'll look at that, and they'll be like, wow, I want that. Um, and so let, let's be ready for that. I, I'm, I'm expecting a revival, because we're going to be different. We're going to be at peace. And in a world that's crazy, we're going to be compassionate. We're going to be running in faith, as Dan was talking about. We're going to be those things when the world is going crazy. Um, and so I would just leave you with this, is that if... Um, for all of us, if there are areas in our life where we're going to peace for other things too, these quick fixes, these things that you're, you're anxious right now, and that's okay, but you're going to these things instead of Jesus, that that won't fix your problems, Jesus will. And so, Life Spring, let's go to Jesus. Let's not go to these other things. Let's go to Jesus and in peace 
and peace. Let's go to Jesus. So I just want to pray. I just want to pray over us uh, and close this out. Um, well, Jesus, first of all, we love you. Yes, we love you. And, and Lord, this is a this is an anxious time. This is a time of, of we don't know what's happening. And it's an easy say, why, God? Why is this happening? But, Lord, we trust you. Yes, our, we, like Dan was saying, we put our faith in you. Let our yes, faith Lord. rise, Lord. Lord, let us be compassionate to those around us. Lord, to those who are struggling, to those who are worried, and those who are going through hardships, Lord, let us be compassionate and show the love of Jesus to those around us. And, Lord, give us your peace the peace that passes all understanding. In a time where we need it, we cast our cares on you. We thank you, Lord, that you are good and you are for us. And we we want your peace, your peace that is everlasting in our lives. Lord, as we leave here, let us be walking out of here bold for you. Let when people see us, they see you in these times. And Lord, we expect a great revival, a great revival. Some of the greatest times of suffering bring great revival. And let us be a part of that life spring thank you jesus and we love you jesus name amen 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 well hey you guys thank you so much for joining us today thank you friends for joining me today and we want to encourage you reach out to us stay connected uh, find us on facebook email us call us whatever you need to do uh, we want to stay connected to you in community uh, even online community uh, god is not stopped uh, by the fact that we can't meet in the same building god can break through that and, and just i believe that this will be a time of growth for the church a growth of faith a growth of salvations come on that this is a time of the kingdom of God advancing like never before. And so we want to pray with you. We want to join with you, stand with yeah. you. And also we're going to do this again. We'll, we'll keep yeah. this going. Uh, we're going to continue to send stuff out on Facebook and we'll see you again next Sunday morning. God bless you. Have a great week.